This episode is marked for sensitive content. Please check content warnings in the episode description before listening. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. I had posted one TikTok where I was like, hey guys, I just found out my husband was doing blah, blah, blah. I woke up the next morning and there was all these older women commenting, being like, yeah, I was one of them too. Yeah, I slept with your husband. Yeah, he was so great when we were together. One girl commented and she was like, yeah, we were taking polls on whether you were still alive or not because your husband said that you were going to kill yourself. I can't picture a worse hate comment to get on your own video. Hey, what's up? It's Abby from The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Hey, you! I know you probably have a really crazy breakup story that you've been sitting on for a while and you've been thinking, mm, I kind of want to submit it to The Breakup Breakdown, but I don't know if it's interesting enough. Let me be the judge, because I will, in fact, judge it. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be really nice about it. You can submit it to The Breakup Breakdown. There's a submission form in the episode description. I'm always looking for new stories. Or if you follow somebody on social media that you always wondered about, about their breakup. Like maybe it's somebody you went to high school or college with and you want to know like why they broke up with their boyfriend of 10 years or maybe it's an influencer. Whatever it is, we love hearing the story and also getting some really good lessons along the way. Every week we post on Tuesdays a full breakup story and then on Thursday we break down the breakdown, usually with the help of a mental health professional. And before we get into the interview, if there's a certain part that you want to jump to, you can always find timestamps in the episode description. Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another episode of The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in. So we've got a submission about some drama that went down on, you guessed it, TikTok. So this woman says a bunch of her husband's mistresses revealed themselves in the comment section of her video. But before we get into that, every week we give a shout out to a different domestic violence shelter throughout the country. And this week we are waving our flags to Safe Haven in Duluth, Minnesota. They offer resources and support to victims of domestic violence that lead to a life free from violence. They provide services and education to more than 1,500 adults and children annually. If you want to find out how you can help them out, those details are located in the episode description. So into this week's submission. So this one's a bit complicated because I had gotten sent a video like not too long ago from this same account, but it had been deleted by the time I had seen it. And the person who had sent it to me said that this woman posted a video about how her husband was cheating on her with someone. And then a bunch of women were coming forward in the comments and saying that that, yeah, they were one of them. They had gotten with her husband. So from, you know, like an inquisitive standpoint, I was like, bummer, kind of wanted to see that. I was very intrigued. And then the same person sent me a series of videos of the same woman still posting about this breakup. One video was to that song that is going mega viral right now. It's like, I think I like this little life. And then the caption on the video said, POV, you tell your husband you're homesick for your mom. So he starts sleeping with random women her age in our apartment. And then another one of the videos was to the sound that says, I look pretty good for a dead bitch. And it was captioned, me resurrecting from the grave after finding out my husband said he was a widower to sleep with women old enough to be my mom. Now, first of all, before y'all get your panties in a wad about her calling out their age, let's just be real. It, it would be shocking if you're, say, like 
25 and you've been with this guy for a hot second and then all of a sudden he's a cheating on you there's the shock thing <laughs> we like we already have shock value there and then also that there's a drastic age difference anybody would find that shocking because it's out of the norm. It's an outlier, okay? But that's literally the least important thing about these videos. The fact that she's being so open and forward about what has happened to her tells me that this is a woman scorned. She is sitting on a hot story about something that happened to her. And it makes you wonder what went down in her life to make her say, screw it, I'm letting the world know what happened to me. So let's get the details when we break down. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas, make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you writing so this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. If you're like me and the second you get home from work, you are ravenous. You are going to love these new meals I've been trying out from Factor. Factor has delicious ready to eat meals that you can make in two minutes with pre-prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. It's so convenient. I have like grocery store ADHD. Anytime I go to like Publix or something, I'm buying everything. And then I come home with no meals, whereas Factor is... It's all the meal prep done for you. You've got 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. If you want to get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go, head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50% off. I feel like there's two types of people in the world. The people that get super excited when the temps hit the 80s and the people who are like, holy crap, it's bathing suit weather and I do not feel my best. The warmer it is, the more dialed in I feel like I need to be with my nutrition. But I gotta be honest with you, I hate cooking. Do I cook for myself and feel great? Or do I get takeout and eat a bunch of crap that's just honestly expensive and not that great for you? That's why I really enjoyed trying out Factor. Factor is a meal service that requires no prep. All you got to do is heat them up in the microwave for like two minutes and they're chef crafted. So they're actually designed to meet your nutrition goals, whether you're trying to watch your calories, get more protein in or follow a keto diet. There are 35 different meals and 60 add-ons to choose from with breakfast, lunches, dinners, and even desserts. Head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active this week's breakup so i originally met him in high school we didn't go to the same high school but i met him through mutual friends and i remember i thought 
I I really really liked him like he was tall he was funny I just like I was like I really like want to marry this man one day like I had butterflies talking to him but we didn't start dating until we were like 21 and even then like I remember like our first kiss like everything like felt like perfect like even now like with everything going on like I can like look back and smile and I'm like yeah I, I really really like this guy and I wasn't gonna talk about this part because I felt like it made me stupid but I, I keep trying to remind myself through all of this like it's not my fault I I was a lover girl <laughs> I guess I like none of this is my fault and like how could I know like because I, I was young and I'd never been through anything like this before so when we about like six months into dating when we were 21 I found out that he was cheating on me then so we completely broke up ended things like it was done like I and that was my first interaction with his mother I like told her and she like was like a victim blamer (laughs) she tried to say that the cheating was your fault yeah like she like she kind of like blamed me not so much in words just how she acted like she was very like rude didn't care she was like you know my son's young type of thing okay Um, because I left I left all my stuff at his front door so anyways fast forward to when we're about 24 I hadn't talked to him like I don't like I obviously like I'm not dumb I didn't once a cheater always a cheater type of thing but he like came back into my life through mutual friends again and he really like started trying to like patch things together and I obviously like I I wasn't into that like I didn't I didn't want anything to do with that I didn't I grew up with stuff like that I didn't want to have any trust issues I didn't want to question things all the time but he just spent like months and months just like getting back on his good side trying with me and my friends and talking about how like he'd been to therapy and and it's really changed him and he's grown up a lot and he seemed just so different like truly Um, because I wouldn't have like let him back in if he didn't like he was really trying he was so nice and we were just friends for the longest time so then we eventually started dating again and by 25 he he wanted to marry me he like he like had made things better with my parents like everything was going well it, it like he we were like going on trips together like there was nothing out of the ordinary during that period of time that I can like even be like this was a red flag you know did the relationship feel different to you when you got back together the second time like did you feel oh he really has changed from who he was yes like he he seemed like so earnest like and caring and like wanting to make sure like like bringing up the past to say like hey like I know like I did this to you because like, we only when he cheated the first time we'd only dated for a few months like it like it was upsetting but it was just like it wasn't a long relationship it was only upsetting because I had been so in love with him for so long mm-hmm. so when we got back together it it seems so different he seems so mature and like really like like worried about losing me and like just like putting in the effort every day when we were 25 he ended up proposing to me it was really cute and we went to San Francisco got married it was 2021 so like the COVID was still going on so it was just like a small wedding in San Francisco um I always loved San Francisco I took a vacation there when I was younger so I just just like why not let's just have a destination wedding and and go there and do that and and i loved it it was so cute we went to like this waterfront restaurant that night and like in our dresses or my dress not his dress (laughs) and so like everything like everything after that was fine it wasn't until like maybe a month before i found out i was pregnant that things like he started to seem like he was like angry all the time like he just wasn't happy and he kept chalking it up to his job at the time which was really stressful i'll give him that like it was working long hours and business trips all the time 
he and he was going out a lot with friends more than two. I, I found out I was pregnant, which like it was fine. Like we were we were I, it wasn't planned, but like we were married, like we were fine, we both had jobs. And I was a little hesitant because things had been so rough the past month, but he seemed like genuinely happy about it. Like he was like, I'm so ready to be a dad. And this is kind of where things went for the worst and have ever since then just been like pretty rough in my favor. So like two nights after I told him I was pregnant, um, he had gone out to play poker with his friends and he said he was going to be back at a certain time and he never came home that night. And I like, I was so I was freaking out. Um, and so to give a little context, I lost my brother in a car accident when I was younger. So now I have really bad anxiety about stuff like that when people don't come home. And I was like, I'm pregnant and this man is like not coming home. Like what is going on? I think the worst of the worst happens. And so he comes home the next morning and he was like, I'm really sorry. He was like, we were drinking and he was like, I, I fell asleep there. And I obviously like didn't accept that as an answer. But like at that point, I was like, I don't I don't know what to do here. As the pregnancy went on, I found out I had it's called um, hypermesis gravidarum. I think I'm pronouncing that right, which is basically where I am throwing up 24 seven every day, all day. Like I could barely work. I had to start working from home. And he just kept taking business trip after business trip. Um, so, yeah, that kept going on. And then we had about a couple of nights. And this was the worst thing he'd ever done to me. A few nights before we found out that we lost the baby, I was staying at my mom's house um, getting things ready because she was having a major surgery um, and she was coming home the next day. And all of a sudden, I just I had some like weird symptoms and like things felt like really really off with my body like I could just tell something was wrong and it was like middle of winter it was raining outside it was cold he was at our apartment supposedly while I was at my mom's and it was like seven o'clock and I called him and I was like hey like something's wrong like I need to go to the doctors and he was like if something's really wrong he was like just go and I was like can you not come with me and he was like I'm busy doing work stuff right now he was like if something is actually wrong you would just go and so that was pretty heartbreaking because he'd never treated me like that before yeah. I mean I know the child isn't here yet but it's still his kid that something could be happening something bad could, could happen to this kid and and I could imagine in that moment you're exhausted from throwing up all the time you're stressed because he won't come with you and you just you don't need him there but you want him there to, th to hold your hand yeah. and yeah and I was very pregnant at this time so then fast forward to two days later it was the night before one of our last like doctor's appointments and he was supposed to come home at seven he didn't I'm like blowing up his phone blowing up his phone and all of a sudden he gets home at 11 that night and he was like hey I'm sorry I went to this NFL game in the town that we live in he was like I just lost track of time and I was I was pretty angry because we're supposed to get up early in the morning to go to this doctor's appointment and then as we're leaving for the because he has longer hair so as we're leaving for the doctor's appointment that morning I noticed he has like a scrunchie in his hair and at first I thought it was mine I was like oh is that one of mine but then I looked at it and I was like no that's not my scrunchie like where did you get that scrunchie and he started gaslighting me and getting angry at me and he was like, well, my hair tie broke at the game and some girl like gave me a scrunchie. And I remember like thinking like onto the like the doctor's appointment. I'm like, there's no way like you broke your hair tie to game and some random girl gave you a scrunchie. Like, that's weird. But that was the doctor's appointment where we found out that the, the baby wasn't going to make it. So like that all that all went out the window. We lost the baby. He was really, really attentive for about two weeks. 
And then all of a sudden, he just decided that he needed a break from me. He told me that he couldn't handle it anymore, that the like losing a baby was like really upsetting to him. And I, I was devastated. Like losing a baby was like the most pain that I've, I've ever been in my entire life. Like I was already not functioning. So like for my partner that I've been with like all these years to just all of a sudden drop the bomb of, oh, I need a break. It, it like broke me. Like I ended up like quitting my job. I, I had to take time off from work. And he just kept telling me over and over again. He's like, it's not you. He was like, there's no one else. I promise. Like there's no one else. It's just, I just need a break because I'm so traumatized from this. He, I would say he started getting sloppier with, um, with hiding things. I don't think on purpose. I think he probably was upset about the baby, obviously, like, cause who wouldn't be? It was traumatic, but he just started being sloppier. But when I would call him out on things, he would get angrier. There was a few times he like, like his grooming habits had changed and I like would call him out on it. Like he came home from a business trip and his grooming habits, habits had changed quite a bit. And we just got in a huge fight about it. And it was just fight after fight. You so the final grooming habits, what does that mean? Like he has just a like, bad hygiene? He he started, I guess, manscaping. No, he. I want to point out he did have good hygiene. <laughs> I will give okay. him that. We're not trying to hygiene shame it, but I guess when you say grooming habits, it could mean so many different things. No, I will say that is one of the reasons I loved him is because he smelled so good. But no, he came home. um, He like was gone on a business trip for like two nights and he came home and he was like completely manscaped and he'd never done that before. Which is odd because you as his as his partner is like... Who are you yeah, what, for? We're, but we're, we're separated. Yeah. So we got in a huge fight about that. He was really verbally abusive during the fight. And again, like I, at this point, I was still devastated from the baby. I, I wasn't even working anymore. So I just, I couldn't deal with it. So we really, we really like separated a lot during that point. I, I started, like, I didn't really stay at the apartment that much anymore. Stay with my mom. It was come April about that time. And our lease was about to be up. He got a new job in, I'm not going to say where, but he got a new job in another city about two hours away. His job like gave him a certain allotment to like stay in hotels till he found an apartment. So like during this time, it was like his job, he was going to be like finding apartments, but I hadn't worked and I was like so over how he treated me that I ended up finding travel work on this island. And I was like, you know what? You needed a break from me. I was like, now I, I need a break and he, and he was like for whatever reason really upset with me about this he didn't want me to go but I was like no like I, I've been going through so much I finally have the strength to like travel and do this like I need to work I want to do this so I went about and then we had a trip planned to go to the Keys about um like a month into me working there so we knew we were going to meet up then it was a big family trip too like my whole family went to the Keys so cut to that night this was the biggest sign he um he had went to bed and I went to get something out of his backpack and I found over the counter like erection pills in his in his bag and it had a and it had a random address on it with his name i tell you i woke that i shook that man awake in his sleep and i was like what are these and he immediately like started the gaslighting being verbally abusive and he started saying stuff like that's my friend's address him and his wife were trying to have a baby he was like i want to have a baby with you again so badly so he ordered these pills for me like i've never seen him that angry like i was slightly scared at that point i it, it hurt so bad that i i was pretty much done um i i made it work the rest of the trip and kind of didn't say anything to him and just made the best of it but i went back to the island i was working at and because originally i wasn't going to like stay the whole time 
time. I was just going to stay there a couple months, but I extended my contract and I was going to stay there till October. Like I, I, I was done at that point. Did you um, ever look up what that address was? Like, do you, was it a mistress's house or like a PO box? I, I know what that address is. And I can, if you, uh, that, that comes more towards the end of the story. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, okay. I, I know what the address was. So I, I am living my best life on this Island. Um, I hadn't had girlfriends in so long. Like I had a couple girlfriends at the town that we lived in, but so many of them like moved away for college and got married. So I'm like finally in a position where like I made friends with this girl, these girls on the Island that are, are still, I'm still best friends with, like I'll be friends with for life. I was, I was very happy there. I was like getting over my grief and trauma and dealing with it. Cut to about August on the Island he realizes that I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. So he starts like, just like begging for me back. And like, he even like goes to my mom and my sister and like, is like upset to the point, like they feel bad for him. And like every, like my whole family and him are saying like, Hey, like, don't give up on this. You guys are going to have a family together. Like you're married. Like it's really going to be a mistake if you give up on this. And I was obviously like, didn't listen to it. I was like, no, like I'm happy here, but they just kept going and going. So I was like, you know what? Like it's, it's stupid, but like if he's this upset and and, and my mom believes what he's saying, I was like, I'll talk to him. So I, I came home in September and, um, we started working on things and talking more, but then it started like he was so angry at me for leaving and going to the island for so long that he just kept saying things like, you know, you really broke me by doing that. Like I missed you. It was hard on me. Like really saying like I had to like earn him back before I realized that I was going to work on things with him and come back. I had secured another traveling job in the place that I am now, which I was excited to do. Cause again, I was done with this man. Like, but I came home and I still had that job set up. And as I noticed that things were like starting to be the same and him be like angry with me all the time. I almost didn't get on my flight. I skipped my flight and then I woke up the next morning and I was like, what am I doing? Get on the flight. So I literally paid an extra $200 and got on this flight. He was like, just go there. I, I want to work on this with you. I don't want to lose my wife. He was like, just look for a job that's like meaningful to you in the city that I'm in. He's like, because I know you don't want to come here and not have a job and like hate life. So I was like, that's okay. That's fine. That's the plan. I won't stay for the whole contract. We'll work on things. Before everything blew up, it was New Year's Eve. I stopped hearing from him about 10 o'clock his time. And then I was pretty upset about it. I like cried on New Year's Eve night. And the next one, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. He was like, I was sick and throwing up. I didn't even make it to New Year's. So then we spent, we spent all of New Year's Day talking and kind of talking about how like he misses me, wants me there, like want things to be better. And I was like, yeah, like it it was a good day of talking to him. So then the next day, January 2nd, I wake up to my friend blowing up my phone because this random woman got her number off of my husband's phone, not my phone. She decided to text my friend and is like blowing her up saying like, he can't do this to all of us. I can't believe he's doing this. There's so many of us. There's like six or seven women that he's like has Facebook profiles where he's in relationships with them. And me and my friend are like, what? is going on we thought it was like i don't know like a prank or something because it was so bizarre like it was just so weird but then she started sending pictures and screenshots and videos um what she sent a few videos of that were time stamped of them like making out and kissing and stuff in, in bars and clubs and then she sent a bunch of like screenshots like snap like snapchat screenshots of them like talking and everything she sent um the pictures of the other women's profiles just all things like that that's just, like kind of like showed his timeline of everything happening and the, and the fact that this was real and this was very much happening and something i was gonna have to deal with so i immediately i called him and i was like who is first name last name like who is this person he was like i don't know who you're talking about and I was like, 
oh really because she said this this and this and he was like you just don't get it he was like it was after we lost the baby I was like I was screwed up and I was like no she's showing proof that there was you her and multiple women like before we even lost the baby and he was like she's lying she's lying and I was like I don't think she is and he was like well then I guess we're done forever and he like hung up the phone and and blocked me and there was nothing I could do I'm, I'm here in this city across the country I couldn't like go get him or anything. She had texted my friend that he was on his way over to give her the last of her stuff. So she had not acknowledged any of my texts at that point. He had hung up and obviously was unreachable. So I, I keep, I like called her like three or four times at this point. She would not answer me. Finally, about two hours later, her number starts calling and she's like, oh, sorry, I was with him. We were having a talk. And I was just like, wait, your friend? Okay. No, the, um, the girl, the girl that he um, cheated on me with. Um, gotcha, gotcha, she, gotcha. Uh, she finally called me and she was like, yeah, sorry, I was with him getting the last of my stuff. We, we were talking. Okay. But anyways, when she answered, like I said, I get a lot of people that on my TikTok that were saying that like, oh, like I'm like age shaming, blah, blah, blah. Not, not really. Like for me, I was just shocked that there were so many older women and there was only like one girl our age. If it had been 18 and 19 year olds, it would have been just as strange. Like why, why such an age? Like it it was just, it was weird. The reason it was such an issue for her is because one, like I said, I was shocked when I answered the phone and I was immediately like, how old are you? And she was like, oh, I'm 45 with a 16 year old son. And the reason it upset me so bad is, so she said that she recently lost her husband. So here is the 16 year old boy that his mom is having an affair with my husband. He just lost his dad. She sent me pictures of this kid like smiling on Christmas day, making gingerbread houses in, in our it, it broke my heart. Like the, that out of all of it, I feel like he was hurt the worst. Like he looks so happy in that picture. I, I hate even thinking about it. Like I hate it. So that's what upset me the most is because all of this is going on. And here's this kid that's already going through all of this. And he, my husband's out there like thinking he has his father figure, like pretending he's this great guy. And really he, he's not, he's a terrible, terrible person. He's never going to be in this kid's life. So that was upsetting. So we're like talking on the phone. She's like not believing that we're married. I like, and I I shouldn't have even had to, but I literally like, I sent her my wedding pictures. I sent her my like wedding certificate. And she was like, well, if it is the case you're married, I'm like, no, like we're married. Like we're married. I didn't realize she had sent a screenshot about it to my friend. She told me on the phone. So the screenshot that she sent to my friend was a Snapchat where he was like, hey, like to her, he was like, hey, like, I know we're like going through a hard time. I hate that we're like breaking up over and over again. He was like, but we're trying to have a baby right now. That's all I want to do with you. And he has known this woman for less than a year. Okay, less than a year. They've known each other. So the older woman with the 16 year old son, he says he wants to have a baby with. Yes, he snapped her saying they were trying to have a baby. And then on the phone conversation, she told me that she took her IUD out because they wanted to have a baby and they've been trying to have a baby, even though they don't live together. It's our mine in his apartment. They're doing that. And you I was guys like, aren't even divorced at this point. No, no. And here's the other weird thing is, and I don't know, maybe I can give her the benefit of the doubt. The doubt, like I said, it's not really like her problem or fault, I guess, but she swears up and down she didn't know me, didn't know about me. But she also said that she knew that he was married. He told her that we weren't legally married. And then she said, yeah, he used to show me your TikTok all the time. And I was like, why are you guys like talking about me? And he was like, she was like, oh, well, it was always like in the past. So after like the phone call was over, I went on to TikTok and she has been following me for a long time because she was quite a few followers down. And then you know how you can like view profiles you've seen. I had, um, when I first moved here, I had a friend find my profile and he looked at it. That was like three weeks before mine and her conversation. She was like, 
three names below his, which means she had looked at my profile like like three weeks before she even told me all of this. This is just speculation, but I really think in my mind that she she knew that about me. She knew we were married, but I really think that she thought that she was the only one that he was doing this with. And then I think that she went through his phone and found all these other girls and decided to like blow the lid off the whole operation. Yeah, none of this is adding up mainly because she's coming to you. Well, if you guys are married, if you guys are married, obviously she must have some inkling deep down that you are a part of this whole situation with being married. She went to one of the other girls to be like, he can't keep doing this to to other. Like she knows something's up, but she's just being in denial with you because she would actually have to face it if she had to accept that you were married. Yeah, definitely. So that'll happen. I I was pretty upset that night. Like I said, I I kind of I thought the I didn't really think much of the other women because I just like whatever it was whatever at that point but it was when I went out drinking that night with that friend with friends which I shouldn't have done and I had posted one TikTok where I was like hey guys I just found out my husband was doing blah 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 which I ended up taking down from my page because I woke up the next morning and there was all these older women commenting being like yeah I was one of them too yeah I slept with your husband yeah he was so great when we were together blah 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 and 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 they weren't most of them, not all of them. Most of them were not mean about it. I think that they just wanted the to be there for me in their own way. My issue was is that they did it so publicly and so detailed. Wait, wait, wait. So you post a TikTok and you say, my husband has been sleeping with a bunch of other women and legitimate people that you found out actually slept with your husband, like were giving you details about their affairs in the comments? Yes. Like they were saying, yeah, he used to like text me every morning and say like, good morning, beautiful. He told me that you were a widow. He told me, he told us that you like killed yourself, like just all kinds of stuff, like just all of my comments. Um, and what finally made me delete the comment is this one girl commented and she was like, yeah, we were taking polls on whether you were still alive or not because your husband said that you were going to kill yourself. My friend commented and she was like, why, why would you say something so dark? But I just, I just, I took the whole post down. I screenshot everything and I took the whole post down because it was just too wild. Uh, Again, I don't, someone, a lot of those women on there, they genuinely didn't know and they were genuinely commenting because they just wanted me to know. I just wish that they had just sent a quick little private message maybe (laughs) and not, and been like, hey, like, I'm so sorry I was one of them instead of like going into detail, calling us sister wives, things like that. Did you post a picture of your husband in that TikTok? Is that how they knew? Or did they recognize your face? They, they guess they recognized me because that was the other thing. This this one girl, the 45-year-old, she was sharing my information with everybody. She was adding me on Snapchat. She was going through my Facebook to find my relatives to contact them. She texted my friend and she was like, yeah, I'm trying to get a hold of many Jennifer's like friends and relatives as I can. I have a few mutual friends. And my friend was like, stop doing that. Like, there's no reason to do that. Like, why are you doing that? Okay, so, so you, you post it and then you take it down. Then what happens? Nothing for a little bit. I um, I just, I started getting like, the more I started thinking about everything, I just started getting gradually like angrier. And that's when I started like posting my TikToks and my stories of it all. Back to the pills that I found when we were in Key West. Turns out this is going to be mind blowing. The address was for back when we were 20, the girl that he originally cheated on me with, he never stopped seeing her all these years. Even though you were married, stopped seeing her. He got married to me, was going to have a baby with me, and he never stopped seeing her. She's been in the picture the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. And I will say he was really good about that because there was no signs of that. I 
that was that that shocked me uh, honestly you know what you're right you got to give it to him if he's able to hide it for that long and keep it so secretive yeah and the only reason like i said he was so sloppy after we lost the baby but it was so heartbreaking because i remember seeing those signs and thinking this man just just watched me like be in labor and have to give birth to like a baby that we like we didn't get to take home there's there's no way that he would do this to me I, like I'm, I'm so in love with him this was the most painful thing he we've, we've ever been through there's no way within a few days of that like that he's out doing all of this like there's no way and and there was way he was doing it the whole time before we we're married while we we're married while I was pregnant and immediately after I wasn't pregnant. Oh my God. So you're going through this whole split right now. Like you're having to go through, I'm assuming you're currently divorcing him. On the way to do it. I have like, I just found out about it. So, and I'm in another state, but yeah. working on it. It's, it's a work in progress. Yeah. It turns yeah. out getting divorced is actually very hard. So good luck to you through this whole process. Cause I know that's going to yes. suck. Thank you. How yeah. have you been emotionally though? I mean, you're telling the story and maybe you're just good at masking it, but you seem very even keeled about the whole situation. I, I missed a whole entire week of work. I, I didn't leave bed. Luckily, I have a friend here. He's been really nice to me about it. He's been like literally letting me stay in his room while he's like in the living room because I, I just was having like nonstop panic attacks. That's finally stopped. Like I'm doing a little bit better in that regard. He was helping me like go over things last night and I like kind of repeated a lot to this like over and over again to him because when I talk about the part about the baby and especially losing it, that part's really hard for me. Like it, it's really like I still want to have panic attacks about that because it, it's just so hard to think about that. When I was going through the hardest part of my life, he he was cheating on me so badly. And then when I needed him the most, like I, I needed him so badly after that happened, he acted like he needed space, but it was really just to go cheat on me some more. Like that's still really painful to handle. Like it hurts so badly to think about. But when I talk about it in this context, it, it kind of feels more casual, like we're having an interview. So I guess that's maybe why it seems not as painful, but the, the baby part of it hurts really bad. I, I will never not be angry at him for that. Is there any part of you that blames the stress he put you under for any of that situation happening? A little bit, yeah. Because everything was fine up until like a couple of weeks before it happened when he really started treating me badly. And, uh, and I know that he feels the same way and feels guilty for it too because after we lost the baby, he just kept apologizing over and over again saying like, I just, I was putting you through so much a couple of weeks before I was putting you through so much. And he was because he was being awful to me I just didn't realize like when he was saying he was putting me through so much he really meant he was putting me through so much yeah his guilty conscience was peeking through yeah so how are you taking care of yourself are you considering therapy are you talking to somebody yeah I've I've had a therapist since we've lost the baby and I think that's one of the things I'm working through with my therapist is is the betrayal of this is hard but and I made a TikTok about it like there's there's nothing more pain like the the pain of like losing the baby is more painful than this so with this I can almost be like yeah it hurts um, but that pain is more so I've been focusing more on that and then the job that I have right now I love my job I have really great coworkers and a really amazing like boss that they have all been like so kind to me through all this and and I really just I just met them in the beginning of November and they have been amazingly supportive so that's that's been really helpful too I've been surrounded by a lot of girls that have been super healthy which is good yeah surround and I'm sure a lot of people in your TikTok comments as well and even though there's strangers on the internet a word of affirmation is a word of affirmation no matter where yeah. 
definitely. What is your therapist telling you in terms of how to cope with all this? It's just kind of, I'm really struggling with, and I don't know if this makes sense, especially immediately afterwards. It felt like I was in like a different reality, kind of a different universe. And so it was, it's kind of just struggling with like what's real and not real. Like it kind of just felt like I was in this nightmare that I wasn't waking up from. And that's how it felt with the baby too. Like it just felt like different realities. So we've just kind of been working through that. He's given me a lot of exercises for like panic attacks and just kind of like taking it day by day, basically, and breaking it off piece by piece, which has been helpful. Journaling a lot and then just not not being too hard on myself about it, I guess. Hard on yourself in what way? And just like letting myself kind of like dwell in how sad I am. It seems like tough love, but I just like, I have to like force myself to like, cause when I stayed out of work, um, my coworkers were really good. They're like, if you need another day, take another day. And then finally I was like, no, I have to get up and force myself to do this. So when I like force myself to like get up and be out in the world, like give myself that tough love, that's really what's kind of been getting me through. Like going out with friends and just like putting myself back out there again, not just like laying in bed, letting him take more of my time and life away. Yeah. Oh my God. My, my heart just breaks for you because I mean, that's two just incredibly difficult losses. I mean, first, first your child and then some, some guy who I'm sure you feel like you don't even know at this point. Cause you're like, who did I marry? Like yeah. it's gotta be like a mind fuck for you. Yeah. It's, it's not fantastic. I kind of like, I'm sad because it's like, I lost my first engagement and my first wedding, like at my like dream location and, and really like the first, my first pregnancy. And and even like during my pregnancy, I I remember being upset about this during my pregnancy because I was like, he's like not treating me how I dreamed when I was little that a husband would treat me when I was pregnant. And I feel like I, I lost that too. And I know like I'll find someone someday that like does like treat me better and doesn't put me through that, but I'll always have to live with like that. Those were my first moments. Like that's like three huge milestones that he like took from me. And that hurts a little bit like that. That stings and probably will for a while. Do you feel like this entire breakup has shaped what you're going to be looking for in the future now in terms of dating like will you go into looking for future relationships differently than you did in the past i'd say so i don't like i don't know what i'll be looking for yet because i can't even like wrap my head around like entering back into the universe of dating but i'm sure it'll be different i kind of just hope that like with therapy and everything like that that i can like break down some of like the major trust issues i have because like even if I got in a relationship like a month now and it was the perfect guy, I, I think personally, like I would treat him like awful. I think I would like put him through the ringer just because like I wouldn't trust anything. My husband lied to me about like the smallest things and like was able to just like lie about everything. So like everything is a red flag to me right now, if that makes sense. <laughs> so what would you tell somebody who's in a relationship and they're like, oh my God, this guy sounds exactly like the person that I'm dating. What would you want to tell them if you could give them any advice? I would say leave. Uh, and that's like easier said than done because I knew, I know a long time ago it was time for me to leave, but I, I lo love this man so much. The version of him that I have in my head, like I'm, I'm still so in love with, like I, I loved how he felt. He smelled or like kissing him was perfect. But like, you just have to recognize that that person isn't real and you're going to wake up and be through your twenties and realize, or even or your thirties, forties, whatever. And, and realize you wasted all this time on this person when right now I, I really feel like free. I feel like the door is open for me to do whatever I want to do. And, and honestly, like with so many people supporting me online, I feel like I was really weighed down by him, honestly. So I would say leave if you can make make that jump it's really hard to do it i wish i had and last thing i want to ask you is since you told me that that woman with the 16 year old son had seen your tiktok has she said anything to you or commented on any of 
your recent posts? No, um, I, I blocked her. However, I have these like two random accounts with like no followers that only like follow her that keep like following me. So I assume she probably has seen it. Mm-hmm. He's probably seen it too. I don't know, but I, she's not said anything more to me and I've not, I've not had anything to do with her at all. So good. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your story with me. I mean, you told it with such grace and ease. And I think that is probably a testament to all the work that you've done in therapy. So shout out to you and good luck with your, this sounds so weird, but like good luck with your divorce. Thanks. <laughs> we hope Thanks. it goes well. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for my divorce lawyer to find out that I, posted a million view TikTok, but that'll be for another day. (laughs) On Thursday, we're going to revisit an old breakdown bonus episode about how narcissism and how serial cheating is related because from what I have heard and learned by talking to so many mental health professionals doing this podcast is that they really go hand in hand and it really helps us make sense as to why somebody would do that, why that would make sense in their head and it'll help us to really understand this story from the other perspective better. So we're going to break that down on Thursday. So I will see you whenever you decide. I did tune in next.